This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Everybody. Welcome to the 46th episode of Kiwi and the Bird. I'm Kami. I'm Taylor. And in today's episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the sensual and seaworthy It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Here is how our book reviews work. We'll give you a little synopsis about the book, chat about the characters, and give our thoughts on the setting and writing style. And of course, we'll list out our favorite things about It Happened One Summer and we'll end the episode with a rating of the book. If you'd like to support the podcast, you're welcome to click on the link in the episode description below. We'd be so grateful to have your donations. Now, as this book does get a little steamy and mature, little being, you know, a nice word. (laughs) Little being a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Reader discretion is advised. The story is more suited for those over the age of 18. And now, on to the show. It Happened One Summer is an adult contemporary romance told through the eyes of protagonist Piper Bellinger and Brendan Taggart. Now, Kami's going to give you the synopsis. I will try. Piper Bellinger is used to being the it girl, attending lavish parties and going through boyfriends like lipstick. But on the night of her breakup, one comment from her now ex pushes Piper to throw the party of the year, landing her a night in jail. Only this time, her stepfather is reluctant to bail her out of the consequences. As punishment, he's sending Piper to the fishing town of Westport to learn the value of money in adulthood. But Westport is unlike L.A., sporting weathered buildings and seafood burly men instead of Louboutin and fashion models. One captain is determined to prove Piper doesn't belong here, but little does he know that they might just belong together. One of the protagonists in It Happened One Summer is Piper Bellinger, a seemingly ditzy airhead and Instagram model. Though she's not one to pass up the opportunity to take a selfie, moving to Westport just might make her discover who she really is without the designer clothes and stepdaddy's credit card. Don't judge a magazine by its cover. So what did you think about Miss Piper? Okay, I have two sides to this. The first one is this. There is something about reading an Instagram model, having the perfect body and the perfect hair and the perfect face, and also having a giant heart and being loved by everyone around her, where I was like, I don't like you because you have everything I want. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I can't relate to you because I don't have the perfect little bum. And I don't have, <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. So there's that side. But on the other side, I did appreciate the fact that she was, She's a very, very feminine. Piper's very, very feminine. Like, she's, like, the ultimate girly of girly girls. And I love that she stuck to that. Like, she's like, I do love shopping. And I do love taking selfies. And I love doing these things. But that's not all there is to me. Right? So I did, I actually did like that side of her. That even throughout her change throughout the book, like, kind of like her character arc, she didn't lose that part of herself. Yeah. I did like that. The goal of the book wasn't to change who she was. It wasn't to rewrite her character, but it was to teach her responsibility. Yeah. And that you can't do certain things and uh, <laughs> expect someone to kind of pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Breaking and entering. <laughs> Breaking and entering. And um, I think she went naked. Nudity. Yeah, public nudity. Yep. You know, there, we, there are some laws that prohibit that. 
Some. <laughs> um, yeah, but like you, I mean, Piper is kind of, I mean, when you first start the story, she's just this super exaggerated, very much like, again, like the book is really playing her off as this vapid, airheaded girl who that's all she is. She's just a plastic mannequin who goes to parties. And so I did like seeing throughout the story that she did have insecurities, you know, about being thought of this way and kind of wanting to become someone who's more than that. And and not necessarily can be perceived as more than that because it's not like she necessarily cares what people think. She more so cares what she thinks about herself. And so I liked that she had this journey via Westport, uh, the small town of Westport. Yeah, I actually really did like your character arc. Even if I was like, I can't relate to you because I don't know that I have a great smile and the perfect body and can take selfies at any moment in time. I can assure you that you do have all those things and you can take a selfie anytime you want. You just don't like when pictures are taken. I hate getting my picture taken. You don't know how difficult I've made Taylor's life with my (laughs) dislike of of being photographed. And I apologize, but I also would not take it back. We kind of had to wrestle you. Um, but with- Just one time. <laughs> Twice, actually. And it happened one summer. We also meet Brennan Taggart. A man of routine, he puts his love for repetition to use as captain on his fishing boat. One given to him by his late wife's father. Spontaneity does not come easily to him, but when the ocean breeze brings in a particular L.A. socialite, she just might overturn his vessel. You're welcome to think of that as an innuendo. You can think all of this as an innuendo. That's true. Yeah, everything we say could be taken as something else. Yes, because this book is very sensual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what, oh, sorry. What did you think about our Captain Brendan Taggart? Let me tell you guys, and I'm only being this blunt because we said this was a mature book, and to beware, but this man is horny. <laughs> He's been alone for a long time, and that loneliness has really transferred to lust, and that lust gets put to use. He is no longer just the lone captain, if you know what I'm saying. There's something new in this trap, and it's not crabs. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, to kind of do like a more, more educational response here, what I really like about Brandon is that He is kind of like that stickler, stoic, I have my own rules and I follow my own rules guy. But I like how in the story that this shows that he's stuck. And so he needs someone spontaneous to kind of get him out of his comfort zone to kind of push him to be the man and captain that he can truly be. There's something missing in his life. And so I did like that in the story, you can feel that. And so you kind of welcome through him this new opportunity to love again. Yeah, I do like what you said. I also did like his character arc. I do wish that we had a little bit more time with his. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, most of the time was spent on Piper, which I didn't mind. But in that case, I wish that Brendan's story wasn't as important. Just so, like, I wouldn't want the pacing to be a bit more consistent. Now let's talk about the setting. It Happened One Summer takes place in Westport, Washington, a small fishing town with a great sense of community and traditional values. The flashiest things the citizens see are the scales of the fish they catch until one girl comes to bling things up. So what did you think about the setting? I think the setting was fine. Like, 
I think that this story did really well in this setting. Honestly, if you've seen Gilmore Girls, it's very much like that town there. Like, very small. Everyone knows everyone's gossip. Like, that's literally the reason why I'd want to live in a small town. Because I would be the town gossip. That would be my job. (laughs) You don't get paid for it, but you get a lot of pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) I would be like, oh my gosh, did you hear about the captain and the new girl? (laughs) I'd be like, I heard that the fishing boat rocked for a different reason oh Oh. and then i'd kind of be grossed out (laughs) (laughs) i did like westport i've lived in a small town i did like that there was that sense of community the sense that everyone knows everyone everyone helps out everyone and i i liked seeing how brendan was already integrated with that and how he already had deep ties with the people and then i liked seeing piper come in and forming her own and how she did that and how she kind of had to mesh with a town that was not that was very much the opposite of her it was very much like Westport was kind of like the embodiment of Brendan and LA was very much the embodiment of Piper you kind of see like the mesh now let's move on to our next topic the writing style what did you think about the author Tessa Bailey I think Tessa Bailey did a really good job with this story I felt like she pretty distinctly kind of separated the two point of views with Brendan with Piper. And I felt like she had really memorable analogies and just a very, very fresh, very modern voice that was easy to read and enjoyable. And I liked how she brought in the emotion as well. And so, yeah, I felt like it was a very, very good. I felt like she really brought to light that very humorous rom-commy Schitt's Creek meets the ocean side of Westport. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with me with Tessa Bailey was just the fact that it was easy to read. Like recently I've read so many books where I was confused about plot lines. I was confused about the exposition. Like I was like, well, why would a character do this if they said that they were going to do that? But she was just very consistent. Like nothing confused me. I was just like a straight shot throughout the whole book, which I really, really appreciated. Like, If you're just wanting something kind of like lightweight in terms of writing, this is the story to read. And I don't mean lightweight in a bad way because sometimes you just want a book to just kind of like read through that's just kind of entertaining but like doesn't take a lot of like thinking about it. And this is like the perfect book to do that. It's just, it's just a very nice feather. What's the word I'm looking for? Could one say smooth sailing? Yes. Yes, you could. (laughs) Like, if you're just wanting, like, a quick read on on the beach and you're not afraid of sex scenes, this is, like, the perfect <laughs> one. I will say, with her, with Tessa Bailey in particular, out of the contemporary romances we've read so far, I don't think I've seen an author be quite as graphic in the more sensual scenes than Tessa Bailey. Yeah, these sex scenes were definitely the most sexy sex sex scenes that we've read thus far. And we've read an erotica, guys. We've no literally, Tessa Bailey's description of the steamier scenes was more than an erotica. Yeah. So like beware for that. So do with that what you will. If you're into that, go for it. (laughs) This is the one. (laughs) Now, if you like fishing, sex, fishermen, the ocean, Instagram models, men with beanies, lipstick purses, sisters, LA, 
Alexa from Schitt's Creek. Boats. Crab. Captains. Chest hair. Bars. Records. Being spoiled. Wild childs. Early 2000 coming of age movies. Sexy Hallmark. Netflix rom-coms. Widowers. Carnal fishy lust. At home parentheses oral parentheses meals. Typhoons. Public places. And the grumpy ex-sunshine trope. Then maybe this is the book for you. Maybe you should give it a read. Maybe you should take a dive. Maybe. Come on in. The water's fine. Dang it. You keep coming up with some. (laughs) (laughs) This book will fulfill all of your fantasies. Now, based on a rating scale from one to seven, one being literal trash and seven being fangirl mania, what would you rate It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey? Actually, this rating's kind of hard. A little bit. Because I do feel like this story was really strong in its char- in, in, in its characters and in its setting. I think, and it's like it had the conflicts in place and emotional hardships for the characters to tackle. But I just feel like for myself that I didn't quite feel anything deeply. Yes. And again, that's not a pun. (laughs) I can't quite give it a five, so I'm going to go with a 4.731. Oh, we're going into three decimal places, (laughs) Three decimal places. Yeah, honestly, I agree with you. I do agree that the characters were strong and, like, the story flowed and, like, she had a flow. And, like, there there were, like, true conflicts and, like, each of the protagonists had their own conflict to deal with, which I, I very much appreciate. Um, but I, f- I felt the same thing you did, right? I, there was just something missing for me to, like, feel something about this book. And I think, at least in my case, most of that came from the fact that the love interest just isn't my type of love interest. Hmm. Like, for me, like, I don't mind a man's man, but they have to have, like, something else to them. And I felt like Brendan was just missing that. I'll go more into it, into the discussion. But I th- I think for me, that's what it was. Um, but I mean, that shouldn't deter other people from reading it. For me personally, I think I'm going to go like you did. I can't quite give it a five. Um, Are you going to do three digits though? I kind of want to because you did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a 4.323 my gosh the three digits it's just we don't use oh wait no i lied i lied i so lied oh my gosh a 4.723 sorry oh that's a big difference (laughs) (laughs) so i think with our opinions and i of course i I don't want to speak for both of us but that they may be more on the subjective side yeah that you might read it and find it you might have that passion for it Mm -hmm. i don't know necessarily what what it was for me personally it may be kind of like you that maybe I wasn't wholly attracted to Brendan in the way I needed to be, or that maybe the romance is kind of more for those who kind of like it on the on the faster side. So it might be things like that that may change your experience versus ours. Yeah. We're just prudes. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Kiwi and the Bird for a book recommendation episode about It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. We hope that you will join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi and the Bird. Once more, if you'd like to support the podcast, just click on the link in the episode description. We hope you liked today's recommendation. 
Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about It Happened One Summer. And remember, like a library, at Kiwi the Bird, shh, happens.